culture, society, on every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my god, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app, or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. Um, well, I gotta be honest, I haven't been as active on the social medias as I normally am. Um, it's been a long, wild kind of month, and so I've been a little less on the social medias, and I know I need to get back on it. I know, like, <sighs> I'm trying to get back in the groove of things with the new year. I get it. Still gonna be releasing new episodes of No Filter. Still gonna be releasing new episodes of Adulting, which comes back next month. I've been taping it right now. Um... I just have needed a little bit of a, a little, ugh, I hate to be one of those people that's like, oh, I'm an Instagram influencer and I need to take a, a digital detox. I'm not going to be taking a digital detox. Like, I'm just not that bitch. Um, but I have been cutting back a little. I'll get better. I'll get more creative with my content because it's all about the content and I'm a content creator. Um, yeah. So I know I've been a little slacking a bit. I'll give you more Uber stories. I'll give you more neighbor updates. I know people love neighbor updates and Uber chats. Um, yeah, my neighbors, one, have been a little not as exciting. There's one guy that like always works out in his underwear and I'm just like, can you calm down? And then there's another this other couple that still has their Christmas tree up. And I'm like, do you know what day it is? Do you know what time it is? Do I need to send you a memo? Like, I think at this point, I'm just going to put like a big giant sign in my window that says, take your fucking Christmas tree down. It's over. It's done. Okay. Like Jesus is going to be resurrecting in like a couple of weeks. We need to like clear this up unless that's what they're waiting for. They're waiting to redecorate. I don't know how you can redecorate a pine tree. Um, Maybe they'll do something fun for Valentine's Day with it. Who knows? Who knows? It's been a busy, it was a busy weekend. Um, lots of, lots of news, lots of updates, which I'll give you, um, an update on, but I have a special, um, special project that I was working on over the weekend. I've been taping the new season of adulting. I'm actually taping it today. We have a couple episodes that we're, we're banking up today. And then the new season comes back February 11th. Woo woo. New season, February 11th with some fun Valentine's day episodes. And then over the weekend I was taping a fun new, uh, secret Valentine's day project that I can't talk about just yet. But I was taping it all weekend and it was it's gonna be really good and it's gonna be really funny and you're gonna love it. You're gonna die. I already know. 
I am dying just thinking about it. I'm dying working on it for the past couple weeks, and it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be juicy. You're gonna love it. I already know. It. Yay. Um, let's see what else. What else? What else? Ooh. First of all, we okay. So we have to talk about Kobe. I that was some heavy news that came yesterday. The whole Kobe Bryant. Um, Obviously, he passed away yesterday. It was all over the news. I know downtown made a huge, you know, memoriam to him at the Staples Center here. It It's heavy. Like, at first, hearing the news about Kobe Bryant passing, who obviously I knew Kobe growing up. Uh, I didn't know him personally, um, but I knew of him. I remember when the Lakers, you know, won the – it's not the World Series, the championship – I don't know. They won some championship. I remember when that happened and like here in LA, there was like a big parade and people were going crazy and people were loving Kobe. Like he's just been such a big figure within pop culture and within the sports world for a very long time that I actually, he's one of the athletes that I actually do know. And it was, it, it's, it's one thing to know that like he was in a tragic accident and passed, but then to know that like his daughter was in the accident and other families were like, it just, it really, it really is so, sad and my heart goes out to his family and his wife and it 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 I just I I'm so sorry like at first I I just love prayers thoughts to his family and that's that's really all that needs to be said about it is just sending them sending them all lots of love um I did binge watch some shows over the weekend I uh, Netflixed a lot. I did a l- not a little bit of Netflix and chill, but there was somebody that I've kind of been seeing that I'm kind of, I don't really know where this is going. I don't see a future with this. I will say that. I don't see a future, but I do see this kind of being something a little fun for now. He texted me and actually asked if he can see me tonight, but I think I'm going to say no. I'm going to be like in demand. And I also just don't think I want to date tonight. Not in the mood. Um, but I did watch, though. So I started Grace and Frankie. Great new season. Finished the the part three of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So freaking good. So good. Like, ugh, so good. And they baited it perfectly for the next season. I don't know how I felt about the finale fully, but I loved all of the episodes up until the episode right before the finale. I won't spill anything for you, but it was a really good season. Probably my favorite season thus far. Um, maybe. I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. Still letting it marinate. Also watch The Goop Lab. The Goop Lab is so good. If anybody is like into wellness or anything, which some of you should be because you're following me and I'm like a fucking wellness junkie, you should definitely check out The Goop Lab. Even if you don't like Goop, even if you don't like Gwyneth Paltrow, it's actually a really good series. Like now I legit want to try magic mushrooms and I've already been like looking into it and texting friends that I know. And I'm like, hey, how do I get my hands on some magic mushrooms? How do I go to one of these ceremonies? It's basically a six part series where they tackle different um, taboo or buzzy topics within the health and wellness world and tackle it from a investigative point of view and a um there's also a lot of like really good like facts and science and research that's weaved into the episodes as well um which a lot of people i read some reviews and a lot of people that are not big goopies actually enjoyed it which is great and i'm re- i'm just really fascinated by the whole magic mushroom psychedelics Uh, episode which I believe was the first episode that one was like really good Um, and I love that like we're now starting to find like the medicinal purposes and that microdosing is like really being looked into I think it's good god I am like trying to talk right now and the mucus in my in my nose and my sinuses is like not cooperating this morning 
Um, okay, let's see. Other little bits of life updates. So in addition, so part of the other reason I haven't really been on social media lives, I'm trying to get my shit together for this year. Like last year was like a really big transition year for me. And this year I'm just trying to start things off on the right foot. Obviously, you know, I, I believe I've talked about this. I've now fully transitioned into podcasting full time. Um, so podcasting and writing are kind of like how I make my income fully now. Obviously, last year I was working with a foundation. Um, I had a, you know, a, a full time job, a full time salary in addition to all these other projects that I'd taken on. And now I'm really, you know, a host and a writer full time. And that is my full job. That is how I pay my rent. And it is a transition that I, you know, I'm learning how to navigate. Um, it's a vibe. And so I've also kind of just been like going out there and like looking at different, like maybe I want to take on like a part-time job or a consulting job or like something else that I kind of want to, you know, maintain a little consistency with. Obviously when you're in podcasting or you're in, you know, this influencer world, which again, I really fucking hate that term. Um, but when you're in that world and that's how you're making your money, like it's not as, um, it's not as stable. It's not as steady. Like you don't have a, you know, clock in at eight, clock out at five, get a paycheck every two weeks, know exactly how much you're making every month. Like sometimes like you do have an idea of what you're supposed to be making. Perfect example. I had like, um, a couple of different brand deals in December, four different brands with all of these paychecks that I was supposed to be collecting. So I, you know, obviously wasn't, um, I was like, oh, I'm not going to be broke come January. So I'm going to spend what I need to spend on Christmas and the holidays and all this stuff. And I did. And then come January, all of those checks were delayed because of the holidays. And even I think I've probably received one of those four checks and others I've obviously, you know, made since then. But like, it's just learning to navigate this world and it is new and different for me. So I've been going on like different job interviews and just kind of testing out like what is out there. And so there was this one job interview for this one brand that was seemed like a really great opportunity. Um, it was for, they said they were looking to hire a news writer. And this was a company that didn't traditionally do like editorial news, but like mostly video news. And so I was like, oh, this is interesting. I guess they're, they're branching out into editorial. So obviously I have credits writing for like Men's Health, uh, Pop Sugar, other, uh, other sites and publications. And so I was like, oh, I'll be perfect for this. And then I got into the job interview and I'm not used to like job interviewing. I normally like build relationships with people and like start with small projects and like let the relationships build to let the jobs kind of build. Um, so I'm not used to going in and sitting down for like an interview to apply for a job. I've done it a couple of times, but it's not really my strength. Um, so I walked into this job interview thinking I was applying for an editorial job only to find out halfway through it that this was not an editorial job, that this was a, um, a like script writing job. And it was just, it was a vibe. It was basically I didn't get the job and I was let known shortly after I did not get that job. Who is blowing up my phone right now? Do they not know? I'm trying to tape a fucking podcast. Um, anyway, I did not get that job. And there was like a lot of drama that came with it. But anyway, this has kind of been my life as I've been looking for opportunities and like telling the universe, like, I'm ready for this. So my life has just been a little bit of a topsy turny that I haven't like, it's just stuff that I'm like, how do I talk about this on like Instagram stories? Like, it's just not the vibe, you know? But yeah, I'm basically trying to get my shit together, staying off social media a bit. I'll get back into it. Like I said, we're taping the new season of adulting. We have some fun new episodes of No Filter that are going to be coming out. And I have this fun Valentine's Day project that's going to be coming out. So there's a lot of good stuff to come. So yeah, I also just want to give a shout out to um, 
one of my pals at Pure Cane. I love Pure Cane. If you know about Pure Cane, that you know that it's a zero calorie, zero sugar sweetener, and it's really, really delicious. I put it in my coffee. I put it in my cocktails. I used it to put my Hack Your Hangover guide together. Um, and I just want to talk about if there's anybody out there that's like in this world where they're trying to uh, negotiate brand deals or like work with different brands, really big brands like you one genuinely know about believe in and trust and two and that you have a relationship with really work on building that relationship and two like work with a brand I've worked with brands and I've gotten a ton of brand offers from like these companies that are like we want you to do you know all of this stuff and we want you to stick by our rules and our guidelines and like I get it there are certain talking points you want to make sure are communicated on both sides but like what I love what I've loved working with Pure Cane about is like they've really allowed me to be flexible and be me and like talk about their product however I want to talk about it without like trying to like censor me or over monitor me or any of that stuff. So I really, I really do. I've loved working with Pure Cane. I love creating my Hack Your Hangover guide with them that I did for the holidays. And it, it really is a really good sweetener. Like you can get a box of their sweetener for like 10 bucks and you have like, I'm still using packets. I put it in like my collagen water, I put it in my coffee, I put it in my cocktails. Like it sweetens everything up without spiking your blood sugar. It doesn't have any of that like nasty aspartame shit that like uh, Splenda has or any of those other artificial sweeteners. It's not one of those. It also doesn't have like that bitter aftertaste. Like I love me some Stevia, but like Stevia has that bitter aftertaste. And that was my go-to before finding Pure Cane. And I just, I love Pure Cane. It's great. It really is. You should check it out. PureCane.com. PureCane.com. Check it out right now. All right. Let's talk about some reality TV news. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. I, if you've been listening to No Filter over the past few weeks, you know I've been obsessed with this Brandy Glanville Denise Richards drama. So Brandy has apparently been like um, hit with a new gag reel. Obviously, Bravo and you know the producers and all that they don't want pe- they don't want any of the cast members talking about stuff beforehand. Um, but Brandy's been tweeting and she's been saying that like Denise Richards has some lesbianic backup that she's bringing in. And I told you guys about Joanna Krupa last last week. Um, so Brandy is she I was listening to her latest podcast episode and she was saying that like Bravo has held her from tweeting or talking about the show up until June, which leads me to believe that either the show I don't think the sh- they would wait that I don't think they would wait six months to release the show. Andy also said that we should be getting a trailer probably in about in about a month, maybe a little more. So I'm anticipating we get a trailer in early March with a release in April. And if we do release in April, then we'll have April, May, and then June would be the third month that the show is releasing, which will probably be towards the end of the season. And if it is towards the end of the season, that's when this whole Brandy Glanville, Denise Richards drama is going to break down. So that's why I think they're holding her off until tweeting about it until June, because that's probably when Brandy gets reintroduced back into the group and her episodes start to air. And then she's able to kind of start talking about everything again. So this is my my timeline, because usually they release a trailer about four weeks out, a full trailer about four weeks out from when the seasons actually begin airing. So I'm thinking we might get might get like a little bit of a teaser, maybe at the end of February, um, but I don't think we'll get a full trailer until like early to mid-March with a April release. I don't think they'll make us wait until May. I think that's ridiculous. But we should be getting a New York trailer very soon. Like probably within the next two to three weeks is what I would assume because they finished taping New York right before they finished taping Beverly Hills. And Beverly Hills probably would have come back sooner had they not extended filming, as Brandy told us on her podcast, before. 
So now we're getting updates that apparently it was Lisa Rinna that was the one that confronted Denise Richards while they were on their cast trip in Rome about the rumors with Brandy Glanville. Apparently there was some issues with Denise about her talking smack about the other cast members. And then all of a sudden somehow Brandy ended up sharing that she had an affair with Le- with Denise Richards. And then that's how Lisa Rinna became um, aware of the situation and then confronted Denise in Rome and then apparently there was like a big fight that the two there's like this big blowout that they got into Rinna and Denise at Kyle's house or at a party that Kyle had and so now it's apparently supposed to be like some big drama and I like for me I want another don't you dare talk about my husband glass break type of situation like that's what I want from Lisa Rinna I want another one of those moments and the tabloids are apparently reporting that it was a big blowout as such. And I like, I mean, I even like Denise when she gets heated and she's like, no, you shut up, Camille. And like, she really, or I'm not fucking lying, Kim. Like those little moments, like we saw glimpses of Denise kind of get there. Or when she was telling uh, Camille, she's like, do you need a minute? Because this is not a good look for you. Like we can, we know Denise has it in her. So I just need to see a big blowout between Denise and and Lisa Renna. But apparently Denise and Brandy haven't really had much confrontation together so we'll see kind of how it goes we know denise has been talking to joanna krupa which is who i'm assuming is is um the lesbianic backup that brandy glanville is accusing denise richards of bringing into the show so we'll see what happens i also wouldn't be surprised if denise found a way to kind of reintegrate um lisa vanderpump because lisa vanderpump is also pretty salty about how things went down with her last season so i am very much looking forward to how this all goes down we haven't heard much from denise which is interesting but we've heard from Rinna, we've heard from Brandy, and this is apparently going to be good. And according to Teddy, so Teddy also did a little interview recently, and she's like, you guys, you don't even know half of the story. I'm surprised that that part came out, but you don't even, like, that's just a teeny tiny fraction of what goes down this season, you guys. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be real juicy. I want to see, like, a big Brandy-Denise showdown, which I'm pretty sure we're not going to see until the reunion. Um, I'm pretty sure anything that they've taped recently has probably been reactions to all of the Denise news that has broke. But, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I'm just glad they brought Brandy back, and they need to give Brandy a diamond. All right, let's move over to Jersey. Joyzy taped the reunion, and Andy said that it was wild, and it was exhausting, and it was draining, and Miss Danielle Staub of Danielle Staub's Kitchen apparently did make an appearance at the reunion, even though she said, I quit, and I will never do anything with those Jersey girls again. And it's like, calm down, girl. Like, this is your paycheck. This is what you live for. She's like, but I will probably do something with New York, as if those New York women even want to deal with her kookamagoo craziness. But that would be pretty epic. Like, think about it. If they had a Housewives crossover, or one of the housewives moves to another city and then joins that cast, that would be pretty wild and that would be pretty epic. And I actually think that that would be groundbreaking. And that's one of the ways that we can revamp one of these shows is like merging the wives together in a new ensemble cast. Like I think that would be real good. Or I would even love like if we did like an old school, like I love money charm school type of situation with the housewives and it was like a competition series, like that would even be pretty wild as well. But I feel like at this point, they would really need to like offer up some big money for a show like that. And yeah, because these housewives have such big egos. Um, I also really want to know like what this beef is between Danielle and Teresa, which is obviously what went down at the reunion, but we haven't heard much. We just heard that there's a falling out and it had to do with Melissa Gorga, but we don't really know the details of the Teresa versus Danielle drama, which I need. I need details on this drama because we haven't really seen anything. We haven't seen anything teased in the 
teasers, the trailers, the mid-season trailer, like none of that. Apparently, this is supposed to go down at the at the finale in the finale, which Marge, when she was on Watch What Happens Live, she said that she feels vindicated, which leads me to assume that Danielle does something or says something. I think Danielle says something, and then Melissa brings that to Teresa, and then it's obviously not something nice about Teresa, or Danielle says that she has a secret about Teresa, like something. I also am just really curious why Danielle would burn that bridge with Teresa when that was her really only in with the Jersey Housewives. So I'm curious to see this all go down because it's, it's going to be juicy. And this new season of Jersey has been really good. Jennifer, I really like this season. She's really bringing the heat. Like she frustrates me and she drives me crazy and I kind of want to shake her a little bit. But like I'm liking her. Jackie's good. I'm okay with Jackie. I would give her like a six out of 10. But I think this season Jennifer is like at an eight and a half out of 10 for me because she's really she's really bringing it. She really knows how to like stir things up. She's not afraid. See, the thing with Jennifer, is she's ballsy and she's like in it. She's not afraid to get in your face. She's not afraid to get you to like come at her and swing at her because she knows that she has all these security guards and like production and that like you're not supposed to put your hands on each other. So she's really going to push it. She doesn't push it as far as Danielle does because Danielle's batshit crazy, but I'm loving Jennifer this season. Jennifer and Marge, I think, have stolen the show for me this season. Teresa is, like, at the bottom of the list just because I'm like, how do you defend Danielle? Like, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. All right, let's do some OC. Speaking of big egos, OC, Vicky and Tamara are both out. Bye, Tamara Judge. Bye, Vicky Gumbelson. We have seen the two longest-running OGs, aside from Shannon Bedore, they're out. They have both announced that they're leaving the show. Vicky said she's done. Apparently, according to production, um, Vicky wasn't even offered a spot this season. That she, after leaving them with the, her ultimatum, basically saying that if they don't give her an orange, she's not going to take a friend's type of situation. And she apparently didn't even get an offer this season. They told her they were just moving on because it was time to revamp the show anyway. Then the next day, after Vicky announces that she's leaving, even though she will always be the OG, and, like, yes, I get it, you are the OG, but, like, you really went out on a bad note. Like, you didn't go out. Like, I'm pretty sure Bravo would have sent you off gracefully, but, like, she was so desperate to have that orange that I think last season could have been a great way for her to wrap up her storyline and just be sent off and, like, you know, nicely as the OG, you know, and then maybe made a couple of cameos in future seasons as the OG. But like, no, it's just it's not the vibe. And like Vicky, everyone's over you. Like, I was conned. I was lied to. Like, stop. Like, you're a grown ass old woman. Like, nobody needs to be acting like they're a, a four year old throwing a tantrum. Okay. It's just and yeah, no. And I kind of agree with everything Kelly Dodd said about her. Um, Tamara Judd, and um, also announced that she was leaving the day after, and she unfollowed everybody except for Vicky, including Shannon, which is where the tea really gets hot. And there are some theories online from some tweeters that apparently, so Tamara was, and it was confirmed that Tamara was offered a offered three episodes in the new season as a way to kind of wrap up her storyline and send her off in a good way. And apparently she didn't like that. She didn't want that. She wasn't going to be demoted. Again, the egos, you guys. Like, we could have really just, like, let it be done and let you go off and, you know, live your life and promote whatever businesses in your next project and, like, use this as a way to, like... I Like, I understand the ego side of it, but, like, at the same time, like, take what you're given and, like, at least make it look... make Make it look good, you know? 
instead of making it look like you're bitter and it just, it looks trashy. So what I think happened is I think Shannon actually was offered, whether she was offered like the same three episode deal or she was offered some type of, um, she had to have been offered something and she had to have accepted it. And I think that is what uh, Vicky and Tamara are upset about. The fact that they um, weren't offered whatever deal Shannon was or just upset the fact that Shannon accepted the deal. Because clearly it looks like Shannon hasn't announced that she's leaving. I was waiting for it because there were some people like saying like, oh, there, there was a funny term. They're, they call themselves the Trace Amigas, but online apparently they're called, or according to some tweeters, they're the Trace Abuelas, which I think is fucking hilarious. And um, it looks like they've officially broken up because Tamara unfollowed Shannon, probably because she's upset that Shannon's going to continue on the show, whether that's in a full-time capacity or part-time capacity. I think Tamara thinks if like her and Vicky are leaving, then Shannon should leave with them. But apparently it looks like Shannon seems to be fine with them or doesn't realize that there's an issue because she even sent a nice note about Tamara leaving. So I don't know what's happening, but it looks like Shannon was offered some sort of deal and took it without the other two, and they were clearly upset about that. Also, Vicky accused Andy of not having her back and of, of being manipulated by the producers at the reunion and saying there's two t- two sides to every story and that they egged her on and, like, got her real excited so she can give them this big, grand, like, craziness, which I just think it looked so bad. It, it really, like, it was good and juicy and fun to watch for us as viewers, but, like, if you really want to be the OG and, like, go off with your crown, then, like, it really does look bad. Like, it could have been done in such a better, classier way, girls. Like, come on, get it together. Um, Summer House is coming back. Shaza Sunset is coming back. I watched Summer House. I've never seen Shaza Sunset, but I'm actually interested in both this season or this year. Um, if you, if anybody's actually interested in updates and recaps, obviously I had, I've had Carl Radke on the show before from Summer House. I recently had Hannah Burner on this show from Summer House. So if anybody wants to, wants updates, like let me know if you're actually interested. I'm going to watch Summer House regardless. I think actually I'm going to watch Shaws of Sunset this season. So if anybody wants updates, news updates or recaps on hashtag no filter, let me know. Leave it in like a review or DM me on the Twitter, on the Instagram at Just Plain Zach. Let me know if you're interested in either of those shows. Let me know if you think Shannon's actually going to come back and you think that the Trace Amigas or the Trace Abuelas are actually Dunzos. Let me know if you're excited to see Danielle at the reunion or if you think we're actually going to see her like go away for good or if I don't think she'll actually get any other shows out of this. She's way too much of a liability. Let me know if you're Team Brandy or you're Team Denise or Team Rinna in all of this. I think I'm Team Rinna, Brandy, not Denise, even though I really liked Denise last year. Really, really good. Um, Yeah, a new episode of Hashtag No Filter coming this Wednesday, every Monday and Wednesday. Don't miss it, you guys. It's really, really good. All right, um, I will talk to you guys later. Again, don't forget to follow me at Just Plain Zach. Leave us a good five-star review for new updates and news about all of your favorite Bravo celebrities and reality reality TV stars. R.A.P. to Kobe. Love, thoughts, prayers, everything out to his wife, Vanessa. I I can't even imagine what she must be going through right now. So love out to her. And stay tuned, guys. Lots of new good content coming. Like I said, I'm going to film Hashtag Adulting right now. And I have a very special project coming this film. Okay, bye.
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.